bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. So today we have our Misogynist of the Week podcast. And uh, we have a very... I'm surprised this guy hasn't been on earlier. It is truly a wonder. I, I, he, there must have been worse that week because I truly am shocked at this one. And it is the very lovely, the very um, charming... Piers Morgan. Ugh, just hearing his name, I just want to like punch him. Ugh. I wish he was here. I'm going to make a dartboard at home with like <laughs> Piers' face on it. So Piers Morgan is in the headlines this week. And I'll just say, I think there are in part the reason we haven't talked about Piers Morgan is because he's no longer on American television. He has now been sent back home to the UK where he hosts Good Morning Britain or whatever it's called um, on on ITV. So, you know, we don't have to, to deal with him on the daily, but he is a notorious you know person on Twitter for saying some of the most inflammatory incendiary stuff. And this week it is uh, a tweet where he posts a picture of um, of James Bond, Daniel Craig, holding uh, his baby uh, in, you know, like the little carrying front facing carrier pouches. And he says, oh, 007, dot, 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 not you as well. And then the hashtag Papa Poos, I don't really know. What that I, is, or I mean, that's the that's I don't, the I don't know. Thing. I think he's just it's like it's a made up word, hashtag, like it's a papoose or something, it's called or something. I don't like know. That. Hashtag emasculated bond, <laughs> and you know, just on his face seems really small but really fucking dumb. But this is, you know, the battle that we're facing in terms of getting men to realize their duties in the home. Fortunately, there have been a lot of men online who've, you know, been, like, gone to Piers Morgan's Twitter and, like, you know, really shamed him for what he's saying. You know, men have been posting pictures of themselves carrying their babies, which I guess is, which I guess is cool. But it's just, like, such a reminder of, like, how far behind we are getting, like, men to um, both step up at home, but also to... Um, challenge like the hyper masculine toxic masculinity culture that like makes it so possible for them to to not take up those responsibilities yeah it's like when guys say that they're babysitting their kid and I'm like no you're being a father Mm -hmm. like yeah no that's just not you know it's as though it's as though the extra labor that they have to put in in the home is um quantifiable mm-hmm. whereas with women it's just expected it's, Im- it's implied yeah, yeah totally. it's implied exactly yeah. which has very different implications in the way we value them because i find that we we treat men who like do 
housework as though they're gods well and i was having a really hard time describing this just now because i was like oh i don't want to sound like i'm giving cookies to like because chris evans also tweeted and like you know with his picture of his kid and he had like a nice comment kind of saying like any man who wastes time quantifying masculinity is terrified on the inside which i'm like i, I guess that's okay but yeah. i also like don't want to give chris evans cookies for carrying his baby <laughs> it's like literally the bare minimum is yeah. that like you hold your child like it's not even you know like you're not doing like i doubt you know daniel craig's doing the feeding and like i mean if he's bottle fed he totally should yeah but like i doubt that he is and even if he was i still think that's that doesn't deserve cookies but yeah. it's like so hard to talk about this without without re- rewarding yeah. men for for nothing doing the bare minimum i i totally agree and when the bar is that low it's really hard to like be like okay man it's it's hard not because i was kind of heartwarmed when i saw all those men like posting like them and their kids and so on and so forth i'm like this is lovely and then i'm like erica remember women do this without any sort of recognition all the time but at the same time it's nice to see that there was a the bare minimum of allyship shown for or, sure, and I think we yeah. want to no- start normalizing mm-hmm. this. And I think like the Daniel, like Daniel Craig being walking out and about with his baby, it, like as as a tabloid photo does, yeah. like start to normalize that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, there's it's also the the interesting like lens that he is 007 so he is like the stand-in for hyper masculinity right and to some extent toxic masculinity with it like i mean i haven't seen too many of the new bonds i've seen one but like it's just a history of all the bond movies of which i've seen many like it's also toxic masculinity like in terms of um you know like bond's behavior and everything else and like what he stands for and i mean you see it in the backlash of when people talk about a woman bond which i think is a terrible idea but like you know People are clinging to do a masculine bond for a reason. They get really um, protective of it because it, it represents so much for them. And so right. to see Daniel Craig carrying his baby, I think, does have like a significance for like in terms of like that normalizing and like getting on that path. And so in that sense, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um but again, the act of it is really it. like the act of it on its, in its core really is not that impressive. No, it really isn't. And I speaking of Daniel Craig and that bond thing, like Daniel Craig is also the like the first bond who was flawed. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And where they actually look into a little bit of his past, he became more um, human. And, mm-hmm. and and multifaceted. So I really think it's a cool like contrast in one way, but in another, like it's 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 yes, it's Daniel Craig carrying his child as and Daniel Craig is bond, but it was a bond that was that was kind of almost suffered from his own hyper masculinity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So No, totally. Yeah. yeah. I love seeing Piers Morgan get owned in general. Oh, so good. Especially when he gets owned by women. That's my favorite. Well, apparently he got pied on the f- uh, in the face uh, by his colleagues on uh, Good Morning Great Britain. So if you want some Friday Friday, you can go watch uh, that clip. Um, and, you know, they, I, you know, I mean, it, there is now a conversation that's happening about 
Papa Poo. Like, why is this the name that they've chosen for this product? Like, I, I don't even no understand. Idea. And also, it's why totally is it still gendered? Like, who cares if it's the mom or like, why is it pop? Like, I don't even know what it I, is. I, I, I maybe don't it know. means pouch. I don't know. I, I'm assuming it means pouch. But I'm like, maybe I'm taking the pop up part to mean like dad. I don't know. I, I don't have no knowledge of what any of these things yeah, are. Well, I don't have kids either. So I am like. It is called a papoose. Yeah, but what is it? Why? And what does that mean? That's what I'm curious about. Okay, let me Wikipedia this <laughs> bad boy. In okay. the meantime, I will yeah. add that I Wikipedia Pierce Morgan because I was like, I bet she has kids, but I also feel like he really shouldn't. Um, and sure enough, he actually has four children. Which I find baffling. I find that disturbing. It's really upsetting. Him him like actually um him actually reproducing is frightening to me (laughs) there's that part but like i just feel bad for whoever his kids are (laughs) like i imagine he was probably a very neglectful father maybe it's wrong to assume because you also have those hypocrites yeah who on tv will say that they are against all of these things but at home they're actually like really loving and nurturing and maybe he's that kind of dad but i highly suspect like suspect that he is not and i think he is probably really mean dad and i think he probably yeah. or just like absent yeah and he is definitely probably left all of his child rearing to his spouse or spouses because he has well, had two marriages which well, is totally fine but yeah. well this is my other thing is that if you're his spouse like him saying these things is somewhat humiliating like that's the other thing I wonder about these men who go home to their wives and their wives are just like, okay with it. Like, because, you know, then the next you're kind of wondering in the public, uh, the public has to be wondering who the fuck is married to him. But there are a lot of women who, you know, have and I'm not been, trying to put been, it on women. No, no, I'm no, just, no, yeah. no. But like, but, you know, the patriarchy has corrupted all of our minds. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of women who, who still think and I'm hoping they're becoming less and less the majority, but who do still think that they uh, they should be the primary caregiver, that the children want the mother more anyway, that they can do more, that they're better at it, and it's better. They're, and even even in a like not offensive way, but I've I've heard people say like, well, I could teach my husband to do it, but that would take longer. It's easier for me to do it, yeah. and I do it better, and it's intuitive for me. Which it's not really intuitive for women. The only reason. It's intuitive for women is because when you're a kid and you're around your little cousins or your younger siblings if you're a young girl you're always expected to help out so you're around babies you change babies diapers you carry your cousins you you know you go to baby showers with your mom your brother will not be allowed to do all those things. Right. Not, not allowed, but he's just, he's doing his own thing. No one's looking after the boys. Right. And like, they don't do the, you know, they don't clean the kitchen. They don't sit with the women when they right. cook. They, you know, all those yes. things. Yes. Because growing up, so many of us, and I'm hoping that's changed, but I honestly don't know. But for people like us, we grew up in these like really segregated houses. Right. Like our home lives had these like segregated aspects mm-hmm. of like the women, like women's work and the men and the men's work. were were really divorced and girls and boys followed suit and so men weren't brought up to do chores or they didn't weren't exposed to babies in the same way 
or not in not in the caregiving way right and that of course that's that's different for everybody but i think that's the majority situation and so they grow up and they have to be taught they know nothing and nothing they have to be taught they can teach themselves but you know like they there is this sense that they don't know and they don't have this intuition which isn't actually intuition it's act it's it's nurtured into us as girls i think i want to bring up something that you kind of you kind of said and it was um, you know, men playing with their babies is seen as, or men playing with their children is seen as good fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like good fathers are the ones who dote on their daughters or good right. fathers are the ones who, who encourage their sons or whatever. It's not, it's more like men are only expected to do a little bit of emotional labor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be considered a good father but to be a good mother you have to be like superwoman yeah yeah yeah. and like that and i think every meal you cook has to be perfect and healthy right you have to pack the perfect lunch you have to put little love notes in them and you have to like you know attend every parent teacher conference and you have to like but like take them shopping and constantly like update the things that they have and like sit and do their homework with them and like yeah you know take like drive them around and do carpool and be like a soccer mom and do all like and the dad role is true it's like may at most the dad is like maybe like gives you a pep talk you know like, the, like yeah exactly like that like 90s sitcom like the music's listening it's like Hey champ, you doing okay? <laughs> I just want you to know that I think you're you're really valuable. You're you're such a good kid. I'm proud that you're my son. All right, now your mom's gonna feed you and uh, change your diaper and stay up with you in the night while you have a fever. I'm gonna go watch the game. You know, like that yeah, exactly. is the narrative. Exactly. Like I remember thinking this when I was watching The Crown this week, mm. and you know, um, Elizabeth's father was, you know, a good dad. Because it, it's funny how in it's funny the narratives we have um, because he was always talking to his daughters, encouraging them. And he smiled when they entered the room and mm-hmm. his face lit up and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, OK, mm-hmm. what else did he do? Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, they're royal, so they don't really do, do anything. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but. But you know, know that's, that's it's that. but that informs our low expectations and like our our like ally cookies for every little thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. it does that. But we're we're like we're moving the ball for I mean, you know, there was a time where like and, and you like I guess I could picture like er, like early feminism was getting men to like even be present in the home. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like there was abs- not just absentee fathers, but like, you know, uh, second marriages or like yes, other things yes. like people would like dip on their family obligations or like, yeah. they wouldn't pay spousal support or right. child support. And like the gains of early feminism were very much like creating family law regimes that like protected women from like men who wouldn't even show up. Yeah. at all um or you know like put the, not just put their careers ahead but like only had their careers and like gave you some sperm and then like totally weren't around anymore the and don like, drapers yeah the <laughs> don drapers of the world yeah. 
Um, and like, and that's great. And we sort of like moved away from that. Um, yeah. And now we're talking about labor in the home and that's slowly starting to improve. And we want to talk about emotional labor in the home and that's slowly starting to improve. But it is at, like we, there needs to be activism around it. There needs to be like active work around how we change those behaviors and including educating boys from an early age about what it is to contribute in the home. Um, you know, we talked about this in the past about like how you know girls do unpaid chores and like boys become like newspaper boys and like there's like yeah, an income we, gap we even among about, like um the babysitting thing. Yeah, yeah the babysitting yeah. thing like there's an income gap early on even with kids um and like that's all part but it's not just that it's also like they like the labor gap in the home it's a really gender divide as well um and yeah i mean there there's so much work to do um and like let pierce Morgan be your punching bag for all the things we hate about toxic masculinity. I feel like Piers Morgan just has this problem with well I mean to say he's a sexist is the understatement of the year uh, since he is our misogynist of the week <sighs> but um, he just seems to have this sort of scorn against um, which which is like obviously hyper masculinity but this scorn against either strong women or successful women or just just any sort of woman who stands up Mm -hmm. for to him it's just he just seems so well i don't know like he seemed what i found about this tweet is like i'm like dude really like yeah. it seems like such a relic from the past. But he is a relic from the past. Like I was just thinking about how, you know, all like going over all the weird shit, you know, like not weird shit, but like fucked up and like problematic views Pierce Morgan has. And there's so many of them. Like he's transphobic. He's racist. He's like openly all of these things. And he's a clear sexist. And he would get into these epic fights with guests on his show. And, you know, and, and, um, when he was on like CNN from 2011 2014 after taking over for Larry King like I think he you know we often like point to Fox News as being like the source of like why we have Donald Trump or why we have the alt-right media and all of these things well but like CNN aired this fucking you know flagrant bigot for you know three years four years and Mm -hmm. like good on them for taking him off the air but like for a large chunk of time he then went on to judge america's got talent he was on celebrity apprentice like this guy was a fig very public media personality in the states on a mainstream so-called mainstream centrist network right and and on primetime tv and like this is what we've been exposed to and this is like what's get like fueled a lot of you know some of the the things that were that have become part of common discourse on the right and slowly into the mainstream now that we're combating and it just may, irks me so much like Pierce Morgan is a joke but he's also not a joke because mm-hmm. he's been given such a, a huge platform and it's easy for people on the left to like read these tweets and be like it's nothing or it's like or like fuck him he's silly and like he's irrelevant but he's not irrelevant like no. he he's in he has a platform yeah and a very large platform yeah and anyone who has that is influencing people right um and that to scare you i i just personally think that um 
And I'm going to ask this question then. So sometimes there are people who just like to um, to fan the flames, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Because you can't tell me, uh, well, that's true. Ignorance and ego is is a thing. Arrogance is a thing. So I'm not saying that he doesn't know. I'm just saying that perhaps he fans the flames mm-hmm. to create discord either as a joke or probably for for tweets right. or um or for you know to kind of poke fun at people on the left because he feels that we're so-called quote-unquote snowflakes right there is that too yeah and i'm not sure th- and i know that people like to like um the guy who was on top gear is like that Jeremy, um, shit, what's his name? Clarkson. So Jeremy Clarkson, mm. you know, would say like racist shit and would be like, hey, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to be whatever. And you're just like, so why are the people who you're talking about your puppets? or your chess pieces for your own amusement. Like that's a level of privilege that I can't even, I can't even comprehend Mm -hmm. because I'm not there. I don't know. Anyway, like (laughs) I can't wait for his next one. God. Meaning I I can. Yeah. (laughs) I just hope he magically disappears off the face of the earth. I mean, whether it's a joke, whether it's to get under people's skin, which is an excuse I think a lot of people fall back on. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, I I think Pierce Morgan comes at it. Honestly, I think this is his honest view. But I also think if you're saying things to be incendiary, you are still part of the problem. It doesn't make it any different. It's not an exercise in freedom of speech to just say whatever you want without uh, an appreciation for the consequence of them. That's just ignorance. Freedom of speech is speaking truth to power, being able to, to have uh, the opportunity to, to speak where um, where it matters and where you may otherwise in other spaces be silenced. Like it is a protection of those principles and values. It is not the right to say things that may cause harm just because you can. That's privilege. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm not here to reward that. I don't think that it's a brave. I don't think it's funny. I don't I don't like comedy that does that. I don't think it's interesting. It is not yeah. a great thought experiment. It is no. not a philosophical point that anyone should ever, you know, want to die on or make that point even just as an uh, just to play so-called devil's advocate. Like none of that matters. Freedom of speech is an expression is not for not for you like it's 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 not a joke and when you think about how much we police speech and how and whose speech we police uh and what things can or can't be said and 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 to whom they can't be said like i think that like that's really when it matters it's about power and pierce morgan has all of it in the world if he wants to get under the skin of some people and make and say that it is because you know he's doing it because he can and that he you know this is an expression of his freedom i think that is just fucking bullshit um Mm -hmm. and uh punching down is not a great intellectual exercise yeah for sure like i'm i'm just that's another thing like i'm just tired of of this whole wow 
it's that both sides argument again. Mm-hmm. Like punching down is not anything that requires any thought. So why you like we like it's not as though Piers Morgan mm-hmm. is is trying to have an intellectual debate or a debate on 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 I don't know men in the home or whatever. He's just being honestly like a he's just an asshole to be honest. And I don't think being an asshole is I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's I don't think it's smart. It, being an asshole is everything about privilege. Mm-hmm, everything. Yeah. Anyway, cool. on that note, um I'm going to do Aaron's job and I have a nice piece of paper to help me here. Okay. So, catch us on um, social media. And uh, so, catch us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash bad and be podcast, on Twitter at bad and bitchy, on Instagram at bad and bitchy pod. Email us, uh, bad and be pod at gmail.com. And subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash bad and bitchy. And people, uh, thank you very much for this misogynist of the week suggestion, which I believe we got from Twitter. Keep sending them in on whatever media you want to do it. Send us articles you want us to talk about, anything like that. Uh, We love to hear from you, even the ones who hate us. So on that note, Bye! Bye. 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 Bye